Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses seven major risk management categories, including vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period of April 22nd through April 28th, 2013. Vulnerability activity for the period declined from previous periods. Highlights included the reporting of new Java vulnerability exploits, multiple Cisco security advisories, and an update for Microsoft Security Bulletin MS-13-036. New active exploits were reported targeting the Oracle Java Applet Object Type Confusion Arbitrary Code Execution Vulnerability, reported in the Oracle Java SE Critical Patch Update Advisory for April 2013. Users who have not yet installed the latest Java updates are advised to make the updates a priority. Microsoft released an updated security bulletin for MS-13-036, adding a new CVE, uh, but not a fix for the previously released and then withdrawn update that caused some systems to fail after installing the update. Threat outbreak alerts covering new spam and phishing threats reported new malicious messaging targeting American Express and Career Builder users, as well as new variations of the payment transfers, online payments, and payment receipt spam. All threat outbreak alerts are available at the Cisco Security Intelligence Operations Portal. Living Social was targeted by a reported massive attack on their systems that may have compromised an estimated 50 million customer records. Living Social has reportedly notified its customers of the compromise and advised users to reset their passwords. Living Social also noted that while the millions of customer records that may have been compromised, uh, the compromise does not include credit card and financial account information. Living Social is a global service, although the compromise is reportedly limited to customers in the Washington, D.C., U.S. area. All customers are advised to check their accounts, information, and Living Social for additional information as the investigation continues. Cisco released three security advisories and two accompanying applied mitigation bulletins for uh, Cisco Device Manager Command Execution Vulnerability, multiple vulnerabilities in Cisco NXOS-based products, multiple vulnerabilities in Cisco Unified Computing System. Cisco also released uh, six security notices during the period. Notable security reports for the period included the Verizon DBIR, the Akamai Q4 2012 State of the Internet report, the Arbor Network's first quarter Atlas report, and the APWG phishing report. Rapid7 released their InfoSec Southwest 2013 conference presentation on serial port servers, or terminal servers, uh, scanning and vulnerabilities. Google recently released their transparency report for the second half of 2012, showing an increase in requests to remove content by governments and other highlights of requests received by Google. IntelliShield published 127 events last week, 70 new events, and 57 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com slash go slash IntelliShield for more information. Moving on to the physical risk management category. The Royal Canadian Police arrested two individuals on charges of terrorism because of an apparent plot to blow up passenger trains from the United States. One of the suspects had traveled recently to Iran, and the uh, Royal Canadian Police alleged that the trip was for, quote, direction and guidance. 
if the charges are true, uh, the plot would be similar in nature to the London bombings of 2005, where 52 people died when uh, peroxide-based explosions were detonated in backpacks aboard public transportation. A few weeks after the London bombings, there were failed repeat attacks where the bombs did not detonate, uh, followed by a manhunt in which edgy police shot and killed the wrong person. The London bombers had no known direct assistance from Al-Qaeda. Additionally, the Spain train bombings of 2004 that killed 191 were Al-Qaeda-inspired backpack explosions with residual duds found on the train tracks a few weeks later. The alleged plot in Canada and the very real attacks in Europe all have one thing in common, uh, which is to kill as many people on the passenger trains as possible. The Pan Am games in Toronto are in 800 days, and some are questioning if the security budget is enough in light of the alleged plot. One thing about the games is certain, the unfortunate juxtaposition of the plot with the marketing theme for the games. Expect the unexpected. And this week in the attacks and compromises risk management category. An array of hacktivist groups have announced their intentions to launch attacks targeting U.S. financial institutions on May 7, 2013, called Operation United States of America, or Pound Op USA. Some of the hacktivist groups are affiliated with Anonymous and may have recently participated in the Pound Op Israel attacks on Israeli websites. The groups are launching the attacks in protest to U.S. drone attacks across multiple countries and announced they were targeting U.S. banks due to the perceived impact on the United States. U.S. financial institutions are always under varying levels of cyber attacks, and over the past several months, the continued operation Ababil distributed denial of service attacks credited, credited to the Is-Adin al-Qassam cyber fighters have resulted in increased defenses across the sector. The larger financial institutions are likely well-prepared to handle any new attacks, as were many of the websites targeted in the pound-op Israel attacks. The primary concern is the smaller financial institutions and organizations that may not have experienced these attacks and developed the defenses and experience. As these types of attacks continue, and as has been seen with the Al-Qassam attacks, the attacks are likely to shift from the large financial institutions to the smaller institutions and associated organizations, and possibly to other financial institutions and organizations outside the United States. While these attacks can be difficult for attackers to organize and execute, a strong defense and limited impact will likely cause the attackers to shift to what may be perceived as softer targets. All financial and associated organizations should be prepared to implement incident response plans and escalating defensive measures for this pending attack, as well as increased monitoring and vigilance to detect other types of penetration attacks that attempt to use the DDoS attacks as a diversion. And next in the monitoring risk management category... A recent presentation at Source Boston uh, titled Data Analysis and Visualization for Security Professionals by Bob Rudis and Jay Jacobs uh, presented some more advanced techniques for visualizing the volumes of data generated by current monitoring and big data operations. The presentation provides several methods designed to provide a better representation of the data for security engineers, analysts, and managers. For those unable to attend the presentation, uh, the slides and information are available on Bob Rudis's website. The visualization of the mounting volume of data being collected is one problem currently attempting to be addressed. 
Well, some data analysis tools have built-in visualization capabilities and features. Many are also very limited or non-existent in the ability to provide a human-readable representation of the data to assist analysts in identifying and further analyzing suspicious data. This presentation provides some in-depth representations and thoughts on how security engineers and analysts can improve visualization and address some of the current issues. As this field continues to develop, and several others are attempting to address the problem, uh, new tooling, scripting, and graphics will become available in commercial and open-source products. The state-of-the-art for visualizing the volume of data in its, is in its early stages, but security groups should monitor the developments and implement those that best fit their specific needs. And finally, in the geopolitical risk management category, the Associated Press became the latest media outfit to have its Twitter account compromised when a false tweet triggered a 145-point plunge in the Dow Jones Industrial Average last Tuesday. The compromised AP account tweeted, Breaking, two explosions in the White House and Barack Obama is injured. Within seconds, automated trading systems compounded the human panic reaction, uh, creating a roller coaster like drop and full recovery seven minutes later. The Syrian Electronic Army claimed credit for the hack. The Syrian Electronic Army first became active in 2011 and is said to be affiliated with the regime of Syrian President Bashar al-Assad. In recent weeks, uh, the SEA has broken into Twitter accounts belonging to CBS, NPR, and the BBC. There are two main takeaways for information security professionals from last week's Dow Jones drama. First is the impressive success of the Syrian Electronic Army's attacks against major media organizations' Twitter accounts. Twitter security teams have engaged in what's being dubbed a whack-a-mole chase, uh, closing down compromised and bogus accounts as rapidly as they're created. Twitter is also reportedly considering two-factor authentication, but even that would not have prevented these attacks attributing to phishing exploits. Given the success of politically motivated hacking, network security experts can expect it to proliferate. Moreover, uh, given last week's news about the possible use of chemical weapons by the Assad regime, a stated red line for the USA, attacks related to Syria may spike over the short term. Second is the striking vulnerability of markets to social media in the new era of automated trading. According to Professor Michael Hudson, author of The Bubble and Beyond, uh, the average length of time a stock was held in 2011 was 22 seconds. Thanks to U.S. legislation put in place after the flash crash of 2010, uh, there are now circuit breakers uh, that automatically pause trading in case of sudden swings. Still, the vulnerability remains, and the problem is not one to be solved by Twitter. It's, first of all, Wall Street's problem, uh, but anything that's Wall Street's problem is everyone's problem. Algorithms will need to get smarter about breaking news and emotional responses. Indeed, the software is uniquely qualified to avoid emotional and panic reactions. The problem is that algorithms are developed for financial institutions whose first priority is minimizing losses. It seems volatility has already been factored in by markets, uh, given how fast they recovered last week. Uh, but things may not always turn out as well in the future. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening.
and stay safe. <laughs>